everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Professor Chris G. And on the other line with me is the man who will not stop fighting no matter what. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I don't know. You hit me hard enough, I might back down. (laughs) (laughs) You're not supposed to admit that, Doug. Then you won't won't evolve. You got to fight through it. No, I'll, you know, that's, you grind on your own time, you know. (laughs) And also, it's not just us today, Doug. Um, Also coming back onto the show is our one and only pal. It's Grant. Grant, how you doing over there, man? Good. How are you guys? Oh, we're great. How are you? (laughs) Good. Just, Just hanging out, playing, playing Pokemon. (laughs) absolutely and that's something that we actually get to start today's episode off with because um as you heard on last week's show um i i got um detective pikachu i just found out um right before we were recording that you got it too um grant but yeah um, but yeah me me and you we um we've dabbled into the detective pikachu realm and I know you said you haven't played the original um, Detective Pikachu, cause, and you kind of went off the movie, which, um, by all means, I mean, they they definitely prep you at the beginning of this game. And non spoilers, oh yeah, we're we're not we're not gonna give any spoils anybody, but um, this game is beautiful um, for for a Pokemon game. It really is. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's super cool. I do have a question because since he played the first one, yes. does Tim Goodman look like Ryan Reynolds in the first one? Because this one, he looks just like Ryan Reynolds, and it's like, is that like purposeful? Like, I, I, I think so. Well, in the in the original game, um, in the original game, you don't really get to see the father, so they they left it off at the cliffhanger at the at the end of the game. So you 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 didn't get the comfort of um what you got in the Pokemon movie. So right. yeah, so they they kind of left it off there so you don't see him. You see shots of the side of the face and you see shots of of the accident and different things like that, but you don't really get a full grasp of who the dad is. And but they do hint um very hard that the dad is Pikachu. But but they actually never tell you in the original game, and I, I guess uh, I, okay. I, I I guess I can kind of spoil that a little bit. So when we when we got the Detective Pikachu movie, and then at the at the very end of the movie, it was revealed that the dad was Pikachu. That's something that they hinted in, in the game, but they never flat out said. So I, it was yeah. it, it was nice of them to do that inside of the movie. But um, going into Detective Pikachu Returns, and we're we're diving deeper into that story. Um, what's a way that I can say it without spoiling? Because I don't want to spoil anything, depending on how far you are. But um, I have a feeling that this game. I, I I'm I'm in the middle of the second like case. 
Okay. Okay. So you you're because there's like there's the tutorial there's a tutorial case and there's like the second big case or the first big case, and then after that there's a second big case and I'm on that second one. Okay. So you're a little further than I am. Um. So and so you could probably speak a little bit more. I I have a feeling, unless they are gearing towards another detective pikachu in this series i think we're going to get some type of conclusion the way that things are filling out in this game at least where i'm at um yeah that we're gonna get a decisive ending to this game yeah yeah i mean there's uh, i mean because they already kind of announced like a second movie as well and it's kind of like how are they going to do that if they already kind of ended it with the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless they're going to give um, a little bit more of a backstory, which, I mean, I, I'm all down for that. And or if he can put his mind back into Pikachu or maybe the ending that we thought was the ending was a, was a memory or something. I have no idea. I don't know how they can swindle this back into because, I mean, he he's not Pikachu anymore. Yeah, so... so yeah <laughs> um so the movie is definitely taking a bigger twist than what the video game actually is but this game is definitely though the thing i did not like about the original game is yeah they went back and forth between um audio and and like you're just like reading like subtext in inside of the game and there was a whole lot of subtext. And don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, oh, still, yeah. there, there, there's still some subtext in this game, but they've definitely filled it out more to where you're getting more of the animation and the cut scenes and different things like that in this version. And I would hope so because it's powered by Nintendo Switch. But in that 3DS version, it, it just dragged. And I, I was not a fan of just how much dialogue I had to read instead of them actually um, having the cutscenes to really say what's going on. So that, that I'm glad that they kind of fixed in, in this game, even though there is some dialogue. Yeah, there's <laughs> but, definitely, like I say, like I, I, I would almost say it's a text-based adventure. Yeah. Like for so, sure. But um, text-based puzzle adventure. Yep. And that, and, and if you're not a fan of that, um, you're not gonna really like this game. But I'm, I'm trying to say it without actually spoiling anything. Yeah, it, it's definitely a text-based. game. It's definitely fun. Yeah. Like, don't don't. It's just like it's one of those things where it's like it. Don't go into it thinking it's gonna be a Pokemon game where you're gonna battle everybody and get badges or anything like that. It's it's a text-based puzzle adventure set in the pokemon world yes so like <laughs> like don't expect anything other than that like it's it's pretty good it's i found it to be really good like it's a good first learning curve for kids to teach them how to do like logic and critical thinking skills absolutely like, okay there you go that's that that's a good way to put it <clears throat> yeah like it, it's it's really good for kids on that like it definitely like teaches them something and I always like that, like, when I look at games, is like, what is this actually teaching kids? And it definitely teaches kids something. So that is good. Yes. I like it for that. 
So, and um, it's one of the very few Pokemon games where instead of you're getting like a Pokemon cry, you're actually getting the Pokemon actually saying or sounding like the Pokemon in the series. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, you, if you have like a Blossom or a Growlithe, they're actually saying Growlithe, like, they're actually saying what they are instead of the standard Pokemon cry that you get in the other games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the shrills and the screeches. So I, I do appreciate that as well. So, but, um, but yeah, um, I'm not super far. Um, but I did want to come on here and just say that I am enjoying this game. I'm enjoying this a little bit more than I, I was the um, 3ds version. So, um, yeah. if, if you did like the old one and you you've gotten your hands on the old version of the Detective Pikachu, this is a step up. You will enjoy this game. And if you like riddles, you're definitely going to love this game, even though they do kind of hold your hand and and they they kind of lead you to where you need to go in the game. It's still fun. And it's yeah. And, and, and it's a beautiful game at that. And um yeah, just just play it. Just go out and play it. So I just that that that's kind of my review. Doug, um, did we sell you? Did are are you gonna go out and buy a Nintendo Switch <laughs> now, and you're gonna go and play Detective Pikachu? Do you want my my <laughs> dance around answer? Or do you want my honest answer? <laughs> I honestly, I, I I'm kind of curious as to um, now that you heard me and Grant kind of um, talk about it for a second, um. What 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 are your what are your thoughts or have you um because you you're one that likes to watch some walkthroughs as well are you gonna watch a walkthrough of this game or are you gonna gonna kind of wait for my weekly um update in regards to Detective Pikachu because I I think this is gonna be the game I'm playing on the airplane once once I board this Friday yeah I might um I might watch a a couple um like parts of a walkthrough i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get ahead of you you know because i don't want like if i'm not playing the game i'm not gonna be sitting here going, oh wait until you get to this area or wait until you know <laughs> oh well I, honestly I, if if this was a mainstream pokemon game i would i would probably stop you but i believe um i honestly i wouldn't even mind if you even went ahead i i'm i'm gonna look up because i mean when did the game come out the game came out last friday as, as we're recording this so you know it came whatever. out the 6th yeah it, 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 it came out four days ago okay so see yeah see if if people really gritted their teeth there's probably some full walkthroughs already oh yeah there there are oh, yeah. the pe people have completed the game so and from what i'm seeing on on um youtube right now because i just wanted to see like hour wise what we're looking at um i'm seeing full 100 percent walkthrough anywhere between 15 to 17 well I, that that's not even 17 that's 18 anywhere between 15 <laughs> to 18 hours worth of game gameplay so oh nice yeah and that and that's a full walkthrough like this this one i don't know why they didn't stretch it out like an extra four minutes because this is literally 17 hours and 56 minutes um for this uh for this no commentary full game playthrough so and I'm well gonna... that's their mistake they could have they could have you know 
Yeah. Because they were trying to stick to the no commentary. They could have said, well, that was my that's that was my gameplay. And since I've got, you know, four more minutes until I hit 18 flat, I'm gonna give you my quick four minute review. But yeah. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, please like and subscribe to our content. You <laughs> um, but um but yeah, they um and wow that yeah, it's that that's literally it. Um I see I see someone did a full um uh, walkthrough um which was twelve hours, but I'm already seeing comments on here um that that seem problematic with that. So I'm I'm gonna stick with the main ones that's that's up here, which is more around the fifteen hour mark. I mean I'll be real. Like a game like this, I would prefer if you're going to watch it at all, like go for no commentary because it's pretty heavy on the story. Yep. Like you don't really need commentary, like at all. All it's going to be is usually probably just someone going "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Was, I was not expecting yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the, the overreactions. <laughs> And not to brag, but uh, I did get the game for like five bucks. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. How how did you? So like I I I had so many rewards points that they just downed and downed the price to like five bucks. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh <laughs> damn, is... you can't beat that. Yeah. Hell so like, I don't have. I'm not. I, I'm not going at it with a. I paid fifty bucks for this. I'm going at it. With, I only paid five dollars for this. <laughs> I um uh, for for my son's um Xbox um for for his Game Pass um so he we we converted um Xbox Live points because I guess they they converted over to a different type of like point system or whatever inside yeah so I he, can't ever figure it out yeah so we we had so many um Xbox Live points and then when you add one month of game pass ultimate it what it configures everything in the background and it when it um sent an email through that said okay you're good to go until june of 2025 i was like oh, oh shit. damn oh damn yeah so and and i only had to buy one month worth of of ultimate and when i applied it to his account i'm thinking okay so with his xbox live it might convert it to like a couple months no that that sucker converted all the way through to june of 2025 and i was like oh crap okay well there you go i was like now now when your sister wants to play peppa pig um i don't want to hear you say anything i was like you you let her play her peppa pig because <laughs> that that that's i've yet to I, I downloaded that i've yet to play it but it's on the list <laughs> <laughs> it will it will take you some time i'll, I'll just i'll just throw that out there <laughs> i mean you know between that and the new spider-man i don't know how i'm gonna find time to eat you know uh, i i'm telling you i got right now on the on the docket i'm gonna have spider-man I'm gonna have. Um, I'm still in Boulder's Gate Three. I have Detective Pikachu. Um, it, did you I, Did you guys play the um, the 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 DLC for Pokemon? You know what? I I have it, but um, here here's what I'm. I, I've been staying away from spoilers, but I 
I feel like I want to play it once the second DLC comes out. So because I hear that there's a very hard to be continued in the, in the a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Cause I, 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 that, that's just what I kind of heard from other people that have played the DLC. And I'm like, I don't want to just stop because Cause I, there's, there's kind of like two stories with it. Okay. Uh, but I, I like there's like the there's the main story, but then there's a little side thing. Oh, okay. And I mean, I I had a bad experience with the last DLC where I I got it, and I I know they divided it into two different parts, but I hated the whole waiting, um, picking up the game again, starting it back up. <laughs> doing the DLC and then I, I literally got through the DLC I think within like three or four hours um the first part and I'm just like okay well now I gotta wait like two three months to get the second half and I didn't want to do that again so I did right. download it but I'm I think I'm gonna wait until the second part comes out and then get the full game experience so I don't have to put the game down again because sometimes I'll I'll put it down and then I I I get into other games and stuff and then I won't pick it back up and that's just the type of gamer I am and or I'll procrastinate until I'm done with something else like right now I'm in the middle of of Baldur's Gate three and that's a massive game in itself and I'm just breezing through that I'm playing Detective Pikachu now just a little bit and um just like Doug says Spider Man comes out. It, like in weeks, I think I think we have uh, the 20th. Yeah. So we, we from the date of this recording, we literally have 10 days left and I'm going to I'm going to be right on that. So I'm, I'm going to be coming back from vacation and Spider-Man comes out. So it's you got to go on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you about to say? I was going to go on the Spider-Man ride. Oh, yes. I, I love that ride. That that is one of me and my my son's favorite rides out at Universal when we go out there. So that the three D have you been on it? Yes. Yes. So 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 you know so, how the three D is. I've lived in I lived in Tampa, so I went there a couple times. Like <laughs> went to a lot of the theme parks. Okay. All right. Cool. So 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 you understand when I say like the, how the three D is like when they have the Spider Man jump onto your car and how it looks. Yeah, like yeah. He's like literally right there. Like the technology is just amazing of what they did with that. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, one of one of my favorites. I'll never forget. A couple years ago, it was downpour, raining while I was at Universal for like an hour and a half, and we we literally rode that Spider Man ride three times in a row. <laughs> um, just, just waiting for the rain to pass and, and my wife was sitting over in the cafe just drinking her coffee and eating her french fries <laughs> just just wait just waiting for the rain to pass by but yeah we we rode it like three times in a row and the th after the third time my son was like okay yeah i don't i don't want to ride this no more <laughs> i was like all right cool so. Now let's not reading. We won't get wet. Let's go on the water, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, I, I there there is a ride there, and depending on how the weather is, um, at the Toon Lagoon, I think it's called Toon Lagoon or something. Yeah, like Toon that. Lagoon. Yeah, 
Um, I, I think I'm going to write it this time. I, um, I went to go and try to write it the last time I went, but it was a little rainy, but it looks like the weather's actually going to hold up while we're out there, um, during our vacation. And it looks like the rain is just going to miss us. So it's going to start raining after we leave and it's going to be raining the first day that we're there, but everything in the middle, um, it's just going to be dry. So we will see how that goes. <laughs> I'll get I'll give an update on on the next Pokemon podcast how how the rain situation was in Florida. Even though I feel like it rains almost every day out there. Oh, it does. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, what do they say? Oh, you don't like the weather in Florida? Wait five minutes or whatever. Yes. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be hot. Then it rains, and after for like twenty minutes, and then it gets hotter. Yes. <laughs> that's that's just that's Florida weather for you. I mean, I am interested just as a, as a pure outsider. I'm interested to how you're going to experience Florida in October because I don't think I've ever been to Florida any later than. I mean, I, I can know, tell you this: the coldest you can go there in January. The coldest it gets is like thirty. Oh, that's that's nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That, to the northerners, think, that's like please. <laughs> I was going to say you got to think that's that's. 30 in florida that's you know state shut down don't leave your house don't do anything oh yeah yeah they're 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 bundling up like they are it it might be negative 30 here when you see that kind of stuff but (laughs) there it's just it's just 30 yeah Yeah, the the weather so far right now we're going to be high 70s low 80s while we're in disney which is like the perfect weather it's not going to be too hot not going to be too cold kind of be kind of and everyone's in school that's why we picked this time exactly right right out there so it's like perfect so i cannot wait but all right everybody so um after (laughs) after all of our rant about florida pokemon detective pikachu you guys ready to dive on into this next episode that we're getting ready to do yeah, I, I don't know if this is a dive. This is this is very much going to be, and I mean this is probably the kiss of death. But this is very much going to be, I think, an easy swim. Oh yeah, it, we're we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a lot of fun going through this episode. And and I don't know if you guys felt this way, but when I was watching it, and by the time the episode was done, I I sat here and I was like, this episode seemed a lot shorter than a regular Pokemon episode. But that's because that we have a lot of action in this which yeah kind of takes you through the episode i mean it is still a 20 minute episode but it doesn't feel like it at all no because there was no and i didn't think about this until um i was sitting there um you know after the episode after i watched the episode i was like there was no team rocket interference nope (laughs) there was no like the the battle didn't get broken up Nope. I mean, we like got was, we 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 had Team Rocket last week, so we can't really um, go. Well, no, that was two weeks ago. We, that was we two we, weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, Team Rocket got their own episode. So I th- I'm I think they were like, okay, so Team Rocket can kind of go away, and you're not going to see too much of Team Rocket during this season of Pokemon either. I mean, and when you do, it's I mean they're there, but they're not the Team Rocket of old. So you're going to you're going to start noticing that Doug as we get a little further into uh the journey series. 
So. Well, but I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing that they're not the Team Rocket of old? I mean, I would argue that's a good thing. No, it is. Like, they, they've evolved. So, and the way that they kind of get portrayed during this season towards the the ending, because, I mean, we, we've already watched the at la- Ash's last 10 episodes when it was in Japanese. It's now out in English. People were able to watch it, and it, it went over really well. It's just... I, I'm still in the in the boat that uh, <clears throat> we need to be having episodes come out at the exact same time, just like Dragon Ball, um, where when it's in Japanese and then it's in English, um, not too far far out at all. So I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, today, everybody. Ooh, pardon me. <laughs> today we are doing episode one thousand one hundred and forty-seven. And it is titled Beyond Chivalry, Aiming to Be a Leak Master, or translated from Japanese, Aim to Be a Skellion Master, Charge with Chivalry, which premiered in Japan March 19th of 2021 and here in the States in a batch of episodes on Netflix on September 10th. And this is the last episode of that batch of, of, that, of that batch because after this we don't get another episode of pokemon on netflix until january 21st of 2022 wow so, okay well this is a good episode this is a good last episode to go out on then in my opinion i know that's what i thought so, i did not i was gonna ask you that because i knew i figured we were still in that batch but i didn't know where we were okay yeah this is the last one so we can go ahead and are you guys ready? Um, do you guys have the episode up and are you guys ready to roll? Uh, yes. Ah. All right. Perfect. Okay. So, um, and whenever we do a three man show, I like to, um, throw it around. So I, I will go ahead and I will start the episode and then grant, I will toss it over to you, um, to, um, be the second part. And then Doug, I will toss it over to you and we'll kind of do that three, three man turn, turn around going through as we go through this episode. Everybody good with that? Sounds yeah. good. All right. Sounds good. All right, so I am clicking play, and everybody, um, we are watching this on Pokemon.com. All right, so uh, we start this week's episode off the same way we start every single episode, just with Ash. You see, okay, okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to pause right here. I don't understand why they have to have this intro on every single episode if it's not the theme song, because we get this. We get the episode and we still get the theme song that that is literally almost two minutes of this episode. That is just the beginning and the intro. And it's not even including the outro. And especially uh, this episode in particular, because it's like, okay, so you get the standard, you know, this is Ash, this is go, this is their individual mission statements. And then, and I, I, you know, partially maybe because it's, the end of a batch partially you know i don't know you know <laughs> I, i'm I'm not in those meetings but so after you get the mission state the standard mission statement opening then you get um a recap then you get a recap, recap basically um similar to the one if it's not exactly the same that we got when they went to um 
chivalry in the first place. Yes. And then... So then we got that, and then we got the intro. So the episode itself, if you don't count the, you know, this is the goal and this is Leon and all this, and then, you know, the recap of the battle in the first place, and then, you know, it's a lot of It's and, a lot of filler before they get to the action. Like, because, you know, and then you get the fist bump, and then you see that Ash is number two. Two um 273 and then you get the intro so the episode itself if you want to start picking at nits and splitting hairs the episode itself <clears throat> doesn't start until 230 yeah like 230 229 so so go ahead and and that's what i was just getting ready to say i'm i'll i'll kind of recap so we kind of uh we start the episode off with leon announcing this master tournament of all these great trainers the Pokemon World Coronation Series is a tournament to determine the top Pokemon trainer. Ash wants to battle Leon, the reigning monarch. And that's why our hero is taking part in the competition. Trainers from all over the world enter, and those within the same rank class battle against each other. The results determine each trainer's ranking among all who've entered. A while back, Ash and Farfetch'd had a battle against a Gallade and its trainer, Rinto, but Farfetch'd lost. Our heroes then traveled to the Kalos region to train with Wickstrom, a member of the Elite Four. While there... Here, good thing it's still fine. You care about it more than anything, isn't that right? A knight fights for either a sovereign or for the weak who do not possess the strength to fight for themselves. It is when you fight to protect those you hold dear that your strength increases many times. Farfetch'd and Ash forged a strong bond through Farfetch'd's leak. Now ranking 273 in the Great Class. Ash still has quite a long road ahead of him before he faces Leon. And the daunting challenges he and his Pokemon must contend with will continue on this very day. We are starting this episode out at 229. And we are starting it off with Farfetch'd and their Scizor and their training. And um, you have Ash, he's like, come on, keep up the attack. And Go, Go is like, yeah, let's go, Scizor. Use X scissors, Scizor. Try saying that 10 times in a row. That's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> and then um, Ash is telling Farfetch'd to use Detect and it looks like Farfetch is kind of mastering his detect because these moves are not hitting him. And uh, Farfetch is squinting and he's looking over at Scizor. And Ash is like, use Night Slash! And Farfetch is like, ah! And it does this thing with its leak. And it pushes back Scizor. And Scizor kind of takes a knee and he's like, alright, I'm done. I'm done. And Farfetch is over there and he's panting. He's like, okay, yeah, that was good. That did it! <laughs> nice work! Sizzle, you are amazing! Sizzle! <laughs> wow, Dick Ricky, you want to start battling too? Both you and Farfetch'd. Talk about being in sync! <laughs> what do you expect from a couple of proud knights who are only a step or two from becoming Leak Masters? That's 
That's how you get to be a League Master? Who cares? As long as we're having fun. And goes in there. He's like, yeah, well, how do you become a Leak Master? And Ash is like, who cares? As long as we're having fun. And Pikachu's like, yeah. And <clears throat> goes like, all right, well, you know what? I think it's time that we go over to the Pokemon Center to go heal up our Pokemon. Uh, Scizor and Farfetch are worn out. And Ash is like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Come on, return Farfetch and return Scizor. And they return their Pokemon. We get a cloud view up in the sky. And from here, I'm going to switch this over to you, Grant, um, during the part where Grokey is on Pikachu's back as they're walking through. Yeah. So, yeah, Grokey's on Pikachu's back. Everyone's calling. Then there's some whirling going on. And they're like, what? And then Pikachu and Grookey get distracted. And Go and Ash are like, what's going on here? This is strange. Pikachu's very intently looking at this bush. The bush starts shaking. And out pops a Bellsprout. Bellsprout, the flower Pokemon. A grass and poison type. Bellsprout loves high temperatures and humidity. It can be lightning fast when it extends its vines in order to grab something. And they're like, whoa, a bell sprout!" And it looks super sick. Yeah, and like, like, just looks like it's been through hell and back. It, it, he, and he looks like he needs to be watered or something. It's just like he's withering down, which is kind of sad to see. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, they, they, they whip out um, Dexter, you know, number 69. Bellsprout. Nice. Yeah. 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 And I, you know what? And, and maybe it's only be, they're doing this only for go, but I think at this point, Ash could have, instead of whipping out Dexter, Ash could have easily said what this Pokemon is because it wouldn't be his first time seeing a Bellsprout. Thank I you. mean, James had a weeping bell for like the first half of the start of the show. For real, yeah, and, and, and they battled him every single week. And, and exactly, didn't Ash, and didn't Ash have a really close battle with a a Bell Sprout in the? Oh yeah, with a muck. Yeah, with the with he, and he brought out his muck. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this has to just be for Go's benefit because Ash, he might be an idiot, but. You know, <laughs> he's got to at least remember the battles he wins for real so but but hey maybe maybe the pokemon league um from his first failure in the pokemon league was so far far ago but i mean he's still 10 so it just it still happened within the past year if you think about it i mean there was like it's a long year. Like, <laughs> it's like a I live on Pluto. For real, I, I I don't see how he's done all of this in one year. Because they, yeah. they 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 literally ended the series, and Ash is still ten. He's still ten, and I I, I want to know how long a year is in Pokemon World. Someone, I mean, someone, who knows? someone break that algorithm down for me. Yeah, I, I'd love to see that. Well, like I said, just, just take, just take, take, take Pluto, a year in Pluto, 
And uh, yeah, just pretend it's close enough to the sun, or the sun's big enough or whatever to warm it to that, you know, <laughs> degree. Which causes massive mutations to the wildlife to have these crazy problems and turn into these Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That makes sense <laughs> to me. Uh. I, I won't argue with you. But, <laughs> but alright, Grant, Um, if, if you want to continue the scene, so we have um, <clears throat> we have Grokey um, coming down and starting to pat on the ground. Yeah. So yeah, they're looking at the yeah, so there's Grokey. He's like, "Hey, what's up? I got a stick." <laughs> and then Bell Sprout's like, "I I don't need a stick." But then Grokey, he's like, "No, no, no. This is this is cool stuff, man. Look." And he starts making waves and his grass powers kind of like heal Bell Sprout, which I actually really like because like aside from Bulbasaur, I haven't really seen any of the grass starters in the show actually do grass moves to that degree. Right. <laughs> Where they start healing people or healing other Pokemon and stuff. Which is cool, right? So Yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool to see. It's like, oh, they're actually like doing something other than just kinda goofing off. Yeah. So So yeah, they're like, Well, wow, that's pretty cool. Alright, and he goes and he heals up um good old Bell Sprout and Doug, you wanna you wanna take it from from right here? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so we got uh, we got a little bit of a flashback from the previous episode, which obviously we covered last week, where uh, Grokey went over to the flower bed and revived the flower bed. So then we cut back to present time, and Ash and or not uh, Pikachu and Bellsprout and Grokey, they're just living it up, um, and. You know, Ash is like, boy, Grokey, you're really good at that. And, um, and it's like, boy, and goes like, it looks like Grokey can have that effect even on, you know, living beings. And, you know, they're like, oh, boy. And then, um, they look down and, and Grokey's trying to get, uh, Go's attention. And he's like, look, look, friend. What? Bellsprout. Bellsprout goes in and it does the customary uh, three shakes. Which wouldn't it be funny if just on one of these the Pokemon breaks out and just runs away? Just boom. Um, <laughs> and Haha, you didn't get me. And then, you know, Grokey jumps on the Pokeball and it's like, friend! And, you know, we get that Bellsprout's been registered to Go's Pokedex. And this motherfucker... Go has the audacity to be like, I caught a bell sprout. No, you didn't. If any, if anybody caught the bell sprout, it was Grokey, um, <laughs> who sat there and became friends with this Pokemon first. And and even Grokey's kind of feeling the same way I am because as soon as Go's like, I caught a bell sprout. Grokey's like, friend, and um, yeah, you know, it's just adorable because like. 
Grokey and Bellsprout like legitimately became friends and you know it it's through this kind of interaction you kind of get a sense of how old Grokey probably is yeah. and like how quickly he was able to like get attach on go so you know we have that sweet moment and then we see that they finally did make it to that Pokemon Center, which I suppose was just across the street or something. I mean, it was just probably a few minutes they were messing with that Bellsprout. Hey, real, real quick, Doug, and I like that you said that. So this just shows how the turnaround is with Team Rocket and getting these Team Rocket Pokeballs. And they're they're literally going around and they capture these Pokemon from wherever they're capturing these Pokemon from. And they're not doing a damn thing, like, at all. They're literally catching no. them, putting it into a factory. And um, and you have to think that um, Jesse and James are not the only ones that's getting a Pelipper <clears throat> to drop off these Pokeballs um, now. they These have to be going around to all the Team Rocket members. And it just must be just one worldwide just turnaround of them just getting these Pokemon out um, that they don't have to train. And since they caught it, they have to listen to them, even though Grokey had a mind of its own. Well, and it's just, I mean, you think about that and it's like, okay, so I don't imagine that there's a Team Rocket training facility. I I don't want to imagine um, how Team Rocket would train their Pokemon because I don't want to upset myself. <laughs> but you can you contrast that with the professor's lab and like you see like at the end of last week's episode you saw um kind of some of ash's pokemon you know kind of looking around as as grokey was kind of becoming acquainted with everybody and it's like you get the impression that these pokemon have free range of the facility you see that go and ash train because that's how this episode started with a with a at least a friendly competition between scissor and farfetch'd and i think you look at somebody um like grokey and if we if we take for granted that he is as young as we think he is you know, he looks at that and goes, oh, I could actually grow here as opposed to just being a pawn in some grander scheme. And to the point where if I were to mess up, I'd probably just get thrown away. Yeah. So it's just kind of. It's just kind of fun. And I mean. I don't know. And and you might be a little further along than I am. I don't know if. <clears throat> the end of last week's episode is the extent that we get like, oh, you know, give that Grokey back. It's ours. Like, I don't know if Team Rocket comes back with a vengeance for Grokey or if it's no. just, that's just, so that was just another Pokemon. So yeah, was... just another Pokemon. It got away. Um, Jesse and James don't report it to to Giovanni, so they don't rack up another bill. So Yeah. <laughs> but all right, um, but as you were saying, Doug, um, so we arrive at the Pokemon Center. Yes, and uh, Scizor and Farfetch'd have been checked out, and they take their Pokeballs from Chansey, and 
Ash, for some reason, calls out Farfetch'd in the middle of the Pokemon Center, and Farfetch'd is still kind of in battle mode, so he, like, attacks the floor with his leak, and, <laughs> you know, Ash, Ash is like, oh, you know, good to see that you're up to speed, you know, you got some pep in your step, and it's at this point his Rotom phone beeps because he is being challenged. And he picks up his phone, and in the foreground of the shot, uh, we see the same um, trainer uh, that he ran into before, and I don't remember his name. Rento. Um, it's Ah, thank you. So um, Ash and Rento kind of lock eyes for a second, and then we get a brief recap of the end of their first battle. So Rento is kind of stupid because he's like, ah, well, we battled before. It's like, it, no, that's Ash's line. <laughs> um, um, but Ash is like, oh, yeah, we battled before. It's nice to see you again, Rento. And, um, you know, Rento's sitting there with his Gallade, and, and Pikachu's like, I watched you battle. You were you were fun to watch. And then Gallade looks over, and he sees Farfetch'd, and Farfetch'd is sitting there like, I remember you. <laughs> we have unfinished business. And, and Gallade's kind of in the same boat. It's like, yes, we do. <laughs> and then Go kind of has to kind of play expositioner. He's like, you know, you're both entered in the... Um, World Coronation Series, right? And um, he he goes Ash is like, and, and he's like, well, we've sharpened our skills because we we've trained with Winstrom. And um, Rento's like, well, I'm um, or Ash is like, well, I'm in the great class now, and um. Rento reveals then, that he's he's st he just entered the competition, so he's still at the base ground, right? And um, and they talk about the castle chival uh that the castle chivalry, and um, <clears throat> Rento's like ah yes, I remember I I we have fond memories from there as well, and um. Ash is like, well, no, no better time than the president. Why don't we battle? Um, <laughs> since you know we've sharpened our skills and and we know we won't be as easy to beat this time. And Farfish is like, you're damn right. <laughs> and and Rento's like, yeah, um, let's go. You know, I I see great potential in both of you. You know, we should do this. And and Pikachu's like, all right, it's another week off for old Pikachu. <laughs> And then we jump straight from that, and we we are literally thrown outside. And when I say we are almost halfway done with this episode already, we are almost halfway done with this episode, everyone. You have been approved for an official Pokemon World Coronation Series Great Class Battle. Competing, it's Rinto versus Ash. Oh, thanks a lot. Huh? If you hadn't suggested we go to the Pokemon Center, this battle wouldn't be happening. Yeah, so win it! Right. Pikachu, you cheer us on and help us win this! Hmm. Pikachu! 
and go go was paying attention to his phone i don't know what was in his phone that was so interesting but it didn't even look like he was going to be watching <laughs> this battle he caught he caught go off <laughs> he caught go off guard and he was like oh yeah you're right go go get him ash <laughs> And Ash is like, Pikachu, um, you you here to cheer cheer us on and help us win this, right? And Pikachu's like, yeah. And Rotom's like, all right, for today's battle, each of you will be allowed to use only one Pokemon. With both will both challengers please bring out your Pokemon? Three, two, one, go! And Rento, of course, is using Gallade. Ash is using Farfetch'd. And Ash is like, all right, Farfetch'd, remember, Leak Masters. And they <laughs> both <laughs> they both get prepared for this battle. And Rento um, kind of throws some shade. He's like, I'm looking forward to see what's changed since our last battle. And um, to be honest, I mean, I would probably say the same to Ash, especially since Ash was... Um, bragging that he went through um, Winston's chivalry class. So he's like, all right, this is going to be a real good battle. And Gallade is like, all right, let's go. And Ash is like, all right, I'm right with you. Fury Cutter, let's go. And Farfetch just jumps in and Go um, comes in and throws in, don't let your opponent set the pace, Ash. And Ash is like, I'm already on it. And Farfetch is like, yeah. And he starts using his attack. And Galay goes in and is blocking every single one of Farfetch's attacks. And Rento is like, use Nightshade. And that's when Galade starts using its Nightshade attack. Farfetch uses Detect. And he goes in and detects all of this. Psycho Cut. Collate. <laughs> Psycho Cut pushes back Farfetch. Farfetch was in the middle of using uh, Detect for the Nightshade um, before mm -hmm. it was it turned into Psycho Cut. So he has not built up the stamina yet to detect two moves at once, which is what ends up hurting Farfetch. And it pushes Farfetch back, and Farfetch is like, "Fuck!" And he looks over at his leak, and his leak is burned and i'm and i know um we're in the middle of the battle but i'm gonna switch this over to you grant um so you can get in on some of this action too we are at nine minutes and 38 seconds yeah so um yeah farfetch is like well my goose is cooked here and ah. uh <laughs> <laughs> good one and uh yeah goes like well this doesn't look good and they have their stare down, and you know Ash's let Ash and Farfetch have gotten stronger, all right. But Rinto seems to stay one step ahead of them, and you know they're they're chatting. I never expected that quick of retaliation from the stance. <laughs> and then Rent. Rent um, is throwing some more shade about how he's trying to use detect in a battle of strength. <laughs> yeah, which I'll be honest, I don't quite know what detect does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, 
with with detect he, he can predict his opponent's next attack but since uh but since um rent knows that um farfetched is using detect and that he can only predict one move he's using that to his advantage so he'll start off with one attack he um farfetch will use detect and then he'll go and switch it up into a different move which is what ends up hurting farfetch during this battle yeah yeah because so, i'm also trying to think like what does it do in the game is this like raises critical hit chances yep <laughs> and i'm like yep that's that's what it does i usually trash that move but yeah yeah, same here. You, you and me both. <laughs> but yeah, so all is needed, all is needed to strike that leak once, and Farfetch goes down with it. So you use detect, but since this is a battle of strength, all I need is to strike that leak once, and Farfetch goes down with it. You're not trained at all. You say they're not trained, but tell us what it is that you think they're lacking. Hey, I'm no gym leader. If you want answers, find them yourself. It's our turn. Now, Gallade, close combat! Use Night Slash! Meet it head on! <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you tips, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to win this battle. <laughs> but, um, alright, so Doug, um... You want you want to go in right here, um, where Farfetch is kind of getting his his tail handed to him. So yeah, basically, you know, Rental's like, I'm not giving you tips, but anyway, it's your turn to make a move, and um, Rento tells Gallade to use close combat, and Ash tells Farfetch to use Night Slash to meet it head on. And they both go in, and, you know, Farfetch is working with that, you know, burnt leak, and um, Gallade's just putting in work, and Farfetch is, is very much on on the back foot, and Ash screams out to use Detect, and um, Rento tells Gallade to use Faint, and... Farfetch comes down with the leak, but Gallade lops it off at the top, and the the top of it goes flying, and everybody's watching it like a like a home run ball, and Farfetch is kind of like, well, shit, and <laughs> the little piece falls behind him, and we get the who's that Pokemon? Because when else are we gonna put it? in this episode because there's not really a lot of downbeats and thankfully for the sake of my sanity sanity the who's that pokemon is delayed and because you don't want to spoil the end of the episode um so we we cut back and farfetch is still in shock and he looks at the piece of his leak behind him and ash is like not the leak and Pikachu's like, son of a bitch. And, like, he's already, like... Like, I, I can't believe he took his leak. Of all the things to take, I can't believe... Um, um, and then they're like, well, now if, now if he tries to use Detect, he's gonna be screwed. And... 
<clears throat> Farfetch is kind of holding onto the piece in his hand like super tight, and um, Rento's kind of like, "All right, what are you gonna do now? What's your move?" And Ash is kind of thinking. He's like, "We got no leak." And then he kind of has a has an epiphany, and he kind of looks at the piece of the leak behind Farfetch, and he's like, "I want," and then. He's like, give me a second, and Pikachu kind of senses that he's got an idea, and goes kind of lost, and Rinto's kind of <laughs> like, hmm, What's he's thinking. What's going on here? <laughs> and Ash kind of gets this mischievous look, and he's like, you can still work with your leak, Farfetch. And Farfetch kind of, he's like, I can? And he's like, you remember, um, like, Edge Slash, and... Ash takes off his hat and kind of is holding it like a like a shield. And then we kind of get a flashback um, to the encounters. Um, no, we don't. I thought we did. Yes, we do. Because yes, um, then Ash is kind of sitting there. He's like, remember Sword and Shield? And we get uh, a brief flash of the interactions that um farfetch head with edge slash in the castle and we kind of see you know that farfetched was trying his best to like dodge and parry attack and farfetch is kind of looking around and he and he turns on his back foot and he goes to the the head of the leak that's been locked off and he picks it up and he he turns around and he's like, "Unguard, how about you?" And he's got the, he's got his leak behind him, and he's got the, the head of the stalk in front of him, and he's like, "Ash is like, we're gonna become a leak master," and um, <laughs> goes kind of dumbfounded. He's like, "Can he really battle like that?" And and Groki's like, "I'm just happy to be out of my pokeball." Um. <laughs> And and uh, freaking Rento's kind of over it. He's like, "There's no way you can beat Gallade, um With a by pretending to be a knight." <laughs> and uh, Rento tells Gallade to use um, Psycho Cut, and Gallade's like, "Ha!" And freaking Farfetch just blocks it with the stock, and he jumps up in the air. And uses Night Slash and Gallade can't uh counters with his own and they meet head on and they and Farfetch is still kind of on the back foot, but he's you know, you can kind of see that Farfetch is kind of gritting his teeth and he's hanging in there. And you know, they're going and Gallade is definitely on the attack, but freaking Farfetch'd is moving around and he's ducking and dodging. And and Go uh once again has another stupid line. He's like, look at that, he's battling with his leak, cutting two pieces. Like, what are, <laughs> what, what, what what have we been talking about for the past five minutes? <laughs> um So it, it then it's at this point that um that ash is like he's like yeah good going good going 
and Farfetch is he kind of jumps in there and um Galade is using its nightshade attack but uh Farfetch kind of gets stuck and Rento's like ha your Farfetch can't move now can it and Ash is like not um he's like oh we can't lose this already and he's like now um uh, Farfetch is in the perfect position to be attacked and um ashes or goes like oh my gosh i see i see his his plan no he doesn't <laughs> no he doesn't he tell uh rento tells galade to use psycho cut and in using psycho cut just galade blast farfetched right onto ash ash takes the bump straight on his ass i mean not even like he just boom and <laughs> you know, goes like, oh my god, are you okay? What the fuck, you know, and um, and then Rento and then like, go, <laughs> um, he's like, this is some battle. <laughs> go pissed me off here, because he, cause he stands up, and he looks over, and he goes, Farfetch'd is still out of Gallade's league! It's hardly received any damage at all! Wonder what Wickstrom would say if he could see you battling now. Farfetch'd, are you alright? Like the battle's not over yet, fuck. Yeah, for real. Well, um, it, it to to be fair, everyone thought the battle was over. Even even the I little... didn't. I knew there was seven and a half minutes left <laughs> in the episode. So it's at this point in the in the episode, um, Farfetch looks like he's defeated, and Rento is like he's like I I have to admit that I'm disappointed and that I misjudged your potential this bad um you are still untrained and um you are not any type of opponent for my galade and he's like and um freaking farfetch is over here and he's like oh man he's like i'm i'm going to lose this and then the rotom flies over um to the battle because farfetch is taking too long and if he takes too long this battle is going to go over to rento will you continue the battle we're in we've got a lot of fight left really aren't we being defiant i know farfetch tries his best every single time this is not how farfetched usually is what we need is to keep getting stronger yeah he gives the the determined stare <clears throat> And then Farfetch is like, "All right, let's do this." He's got the stern eyes, and he gets up. He's like, "All right, you know, now now we're here." And he's he's holding the the tip of the leak like a shield, and he's got the the stalk like a kind of like over his shoulder, and he's he's looking like he's ready to kick some ass there. And Rotom goes back up. He's like, "All right, all right, we're good." And then. Ash starts yelling, and then he's like, Farfetch is going to continue. This is all good. And then, you know, Brunto comes like, all right, cool. And then he immediately goes for another, like, psycho cut. And then Farfetch stands his ground. His eyes glisten, and he jumps right into the action, dodges the hell out of him. Galate uses the Night Slash. 
And then uh, Farfetch throws Fury Cutter. Then he comes back in with some more Night Slashes and Fury Cutters all over the place. And Galliot's kind of like sweating here. He's not he's not looking too happy with this situation. And then a good old Fury Cutter right down, close combat, hits him. And Galade's like shaking up. He's like doing that shaky thing that they do <laughs> <laughs> in all of, in all of anime everywhere. Yeah, when they've just been they're they're just been like in shock. And they're just like, oh, go chips in. Farfetch is standing there, just you know, trying to catch his breath. Galade's like. Also trying to catch his breath, but he's charging up a move. Galley jumps in there, and then he stops because Farfetch is just—he's glowing. He's got that glowy, fiery look around him. Finish with close combat. Yeah. Yep. He starts. Yep. That's that's. There's the big moment. Yep. And he's starting to evolve. Absolutely. The aura is just coming right all over Farfetch'd at this at this point. And Galay's like, oh shit. He's like <laughs> <laughs> he literally has that look on his face. And um Farfetch. And I, I call bullshit on this. I mean, I, and and tell me I'm wrong for this, but when he's evolving, the the, <laughs> the, the leak itself yeah. healed. <laughs> Like into like a health a healthy shield, the broken leak becomes like a full blown leak again, and um, Sir Fetch um, just turns into just this all white um, Sir Fetch, which which that's fine, but uh, I have a problem with the way that the leak kind of healed itself because where where do we draw the line here? Come on, no. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've got a few questions because the Gallade or not the Gallade the uh, the stir fetched on the uh, entry on the Rotom looks a lot like the stir fetched that's standing there. A so I mean maybe maybe we're just supposed to hey you know don't don't question it too much just watch the watch the cartoon. Well, um, but then B, couldn't we, and I mean, maybe it wouldn't work because the, the leak was literally, you know, lopped off at the top. Couldn't Groki have come over and used his plant vibration to, if not reattach the, that would be the stock... Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd, be, that'd, be, interference. Okay. that'd be interference. Okay. Like, yeah. if, if that happened in my battle, I'd be kind of grumpy. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, what is this? Who who is like <laughs> why, why, why are you using another Pokemon to recover your Pokemon? It's not even your yeah. Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> that's tr- that's fair, that's fair. But this is the same guy in Ash Ketchum who had Misty and Brock as unofficial coaches during the Elite Four. Nobody said boo to a goose. <laughs> True. Di- di- I di- mean, different rules for different gruels. I sub- <laughs> I saw what you did there, and I appreciate the effort. It almost it almost worked. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, 
but um <clears throat> sir fetch has evolved and sir fetch is like yeah i'm in this battle and then all of a sudden uh rental is like all right so he channeled um his true power and was able to evolve a true knight you worked yourself into a peak condition sir fetched uh and he's like you deserve my respect all right galade use nightshade and galade goes in and sir ash tells sir fetch to use nightshade as well and they both go in and they start using nightshade at the exact same time and galade is getting pushed back and is struggling um with the damage that it's taken um and rental is like don't let your guard down galade and but sir fetched literally gets the last shot and all of a sudden um we see galade is shooting off some power out of its body that's all Correct. That's Galade's ability. Of course. I get it. That's why Galade let its guard down. The ability is called Justified. By taking damage from a dark-type move like Night Slash, Galade reveals a strong sense of justice and increases its attack power. Here it comes! And awful like, lot to throw at awful lot to throw at the viewer with three and a half minutes left in the episode. I know. So hey Doug, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um throw this part over to you. Um because I know so Grant Grant just went, so I'm gonna have um you jump in on this part of the battle real quick. So Ash is kind of standing back, he's like, here it comes, and you know, Gallade finishes channeling the power and he brings it in and Sir Fetch puts up his, his blocker and you know they're at a standstill and um you know um freaking Sir Fetch is kind of holding Gallade at bay and Sir Fetch looks over his shoulder at Ash and he's like let's get stronger Leon's waiting for us like, bitch, I'm not worried about Leon. I've got a Pokemon literally trying to come at my neck right now. <laughs> and he turns his attention back to Gallade. And he's like, ah. And, um, and they both call out for a Night Slash. And they, they're charging up their weapons. And they swing. And it's another, you know, clash. But this time, Surfest is that much stronger. And he knocks Gallade back, and Gallade takes it full on his face. And Gallade opens his eyes, and we see that he's got the, the Pokemon KO eyes. And the the Rotom bot comes, the Rotom drone comes down, and he's like, Gallade is unable to battle. Surfetched is the winner, and the victory goes to Ash Ketchum. And Ash jumps in the air. Pikachu's like, yeah! goes like i was here too even though i called the even though i called the battle um you know going the other way five minutes ago <laughs> and surfest is like surfest you know he's like i know you know and i did and he, and, 
And then the the drones like there has been a change in the rankings, and which bumped Ash down a lot. No, he got up. No, well, you well, you know what I, I mean. That that's what I meant. It 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 brought him from two seventy three all the way down to one eighty four. I know it's like fucking golf. Um, <laughs> so Ash is like, all right, I'm one eighty four, and like. Good shit. And Rinto comes over and he's got uh Gallade across his back, kind of like Yoda. And he's like, I really see that a lot has changed since our last battle, you know. Um he's like, you know, we we gave everything we had and we and we and we just couldn't put you away. And he kind of looks back at Gallade and he's like, maybe we need to be training a bit harder as well. And Gallade's like, you ain't wrong. And he holds out his hand and they shake. And all the while, or Surfetched is sitting there going, I, I did that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. And, you know, they're, they're walking away and, um, you know, goes like it was so cool that um Surfetched evolved and um and you know you had the perfect response for Rento and um you know they talk about Surfetched being a protector and um <clears throat> Ash is like you really think he's a protector and it's about that time that um a car comes around the corner and it um it's about to splash a puddle and right as the car hits the puddle surfetch jumps in front to take the to take the water in the face and uh ash is kind of like that was kind of dope and goes sitting there like what did i tell you he's a protector you know look at this and then you know <laughs> he's like you know that's chivalry that's chivalry and um, and then, you know, it's basically the end of the episode and the, you know, the narrator talks about the bond between Surfetched and Ash and, um, it was you know, episode. the series as a full, that was a great episode. I really had fun, you know, not only watching it, but obviously reviewing it with the both of you. And Now I, I actually have a special for, for the rating, but I want to see kind of where, where you end up um on this but before before that um grant i'm gonna have you um give your first uh um go or give your rating first to see kind of how you felt on a scale from one to five for this episode and everything you got out of this episode um it was okay it was like i'd give it maybe like a three okay say it was it was it was a good episode but like, it's weird. I I feel I'm missing Team Rocket. Like just some shenanigans or something. I can I feel you on that. So, <laughs> a little a little more goofiness, but yeah. All right, and Doug, what what about you? Uh, see, I mean, for me, this checks a lot of boxes. You know, you had a battle. An that evolution. was that was essentially the whole episode. You had an evolution. Um. You know, Go caught a new Pokemon. 
Go caught a new Pokemon, even though it's a you know it's a Pokemon that we as as longtime viewers are are familiar with. But a new a, a catch is a catch. Um, I I do, and I mean maybe this is you know being picky, you know, and taking it kind of case by case. I don't know how big of a fan I am about one on one battles. Oh, why? like. You know, maybe like two on two, because like, I and I understand. You know, looking back on it at hindsight, it was close to evolving, so it was pretty much far fetched at full power. You know, going up against Gallade, and you know, I mean, we saw the improvements from the first battle, and I'm not saying I wanted like far fetched and Pikachu, because you know, Lord knows we've seen enough of Pikachu either being the focal point in a battle or um you know the bailout in a battle but you know maybe maybe Ash could involve you know another Pokemon I mean I I'm not gonna knock an episode that's basically 15 minutes of a battle versus or you know to five minutes of a setup but like how much of like legitimately and like I kind of and it's kind of funny that I'm bringing like a a wrestling trope into a Pokemon episode, but like when Farfetch was down there and the um the Rotom drone was like, "Are you still in this?" Like that's the equivalent of two wrestlers fighting outside the ring for like thirty seconds, and the referees in the ring this whole the whole time going, "Hey, you guys got to get back in here." Yeah. So, like, at a certain point, you just got to shut up and start counting. Yeah, you're, I mean, so, you're, you're not wrong, and and or um, th- this is where uh, the manager comes in into play and is like, "All right, is is he going to continue? Is he not going to continue? Uh, this is, I'm only here to count count to three during this um, hardcore match." And yeah, I mean, I, I I can see where you're going with that. So I mean I'm 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 saying all that to say that I'm honestly willing to go up as as high as four for this because it did check a lot of my personal boxes and I would be a hypocrite if I didn't. Okay. I didn't say it, but it's. I would say it's a solid four. Okay. And I you know what and I I will go, just one further. I'm gonna go four and a half because, um, just to Grant's point. I think if we did have Team Rocket in this episode, it would have been one full circle of an episode. You would have had the battle. You would have had Team Rocket. You would have had an evolution. You would have had a Pokemon catch. We we brought we actually brought back, which Pokemon rarely does these days, but we actually brought back a character from a previous episode and brought him back to, to do battle again when it's not Ash's rival. So, yeah. So we we actually brought back an um a character which I'm still waiting for other characters to come back from season 1 which will never happen. Spoiler which will never much. happen now AJ will return. <laughs> Bring back Richie. I know. <laughs> so, um something I wanted to say before we wrap up because i i thought about it as the episode was wrapping up 
Okay. And I think I just used wrapping up twice in the same sentence, but we're gonna <laughs> move, we're gonna move past that. Um, how many times has Ash been saved by an evolution? Uh, I would say uh, a handful of times, at least six that I can think of off the top of my head. Like Krabby evolved during the Elite Four. Yes. Um, Let's see. I feel like Char- Charmeleon. Char- I was about to say Charmander into Charmeleon, and then Charmeleon yep. into Charizard. Um, because didn't didn't he get Charizard in the middle of a battle too? I believe. Uh, so. It wasn't, I don't know if it was a battle or, oh, yes, it was, because Charmeleon was pissed that he couldn't get at the Aerodactyl. Yeah, so so, yeah. so he evolved. Um, uh, let's see, the others see. did okay. not evolve. All the other evolution. I mean, I would I, I would have to go further back um, and and possibly deeper into my knowledge that I than I than I have at the moment, but I just trying to remember all Bash's Pokemon in general, like because <laughs> like I'm thinking like he caught the Pidgeotto, and then Pidgeot evolved to be the protector. Yeah. Um. Which, uh, which, which I know. I, mean, I know. I mean, you you, he, you can he, say that was a battle. I mean, he had a Gligar that evolved. But I cannot remember the context. Um, same with Crocodile. Again, I cannot remember the context, but <laughs> I know those involved. Um, I mean, didn't Metapod evolve? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I and Caterpie. He, he, like, yeah, so, yeah, I suppose. Technically, I mean, that has to count for some kind of evolution. What? Is um, I mean, I, I just... It's happened enough that at least the thought popped in my head. Um, I know. I know. Chikorita evolved. Chikorita. Well, Chikorita yeah. evolved. Well, the first time it evolved because it was, um, because Ash was trapped in a cage and and Chikorita was like heartbroken that it couldn't get to him. Uh, Melton into Mel, Mel Metal. We have Chikorita. I'm I'm watching. Uh, a little video. Right I know now. we have Dragon, I know, um, Dragon Air into Dragonite. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, James, his Carnivine, like learned a new move to save his ass uh, one in one episode. Yeah, it's not an evolution, but it's somewhat the same. You're not wrong there. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those things where it was a better thought in my head. I mean the the it, just... the. The Krabby evolution during the Elite Four definitely stuck out. Yes. Because I think people freaked out. They're like, it's two Pokemon. What's he doing? You know, it's like, no, it's an evolution, you idiot. You can't tell tell me that's the first time that ever happened. There should be a rule about evolution in the middle of a battle. I mean, I, I feel like, how do you stop it? Like, it's like a natural thing. Like I mean, yeah, in the game you can press B, but like, what's the equivalent of pressing? <laughs> oh, B maybe, yeah. uh, I, I mean, like, I can see maybe like if you're like got an EV and just throw a water stone out, I'd be like, yes. okay, come on. Yeah, that I would. That's disqualification. Cause are that's, you? Are you traded in the middle of the battle? But... Hey, hey, trade me real quick. Why? What's gonna happen? Don't worry about it. <laughs> And give me back my Pokemon now. And and give me back my Pokemon <laughs> at the end of it, yeah. <laughs> so, 
so yeah but um but yeah that that that's what i i i thought and um that that's not a good uh i mean not, i was about to say that's not a good point uh that that's a very good point doug that ash does get saved quite a bit by evolutions like i'm i'm looking at a video on youtube right now that's just that's specifically just going down the evolutions so it does happen it is a thing um yeah so yeah so i mean to throw that out there but um but yeah, th- this was a great episode, and I'm I'm glad this was the episode that um you were able to come on to, Grant, because uh, I I feel like this was very well rounded, and it's a fun episode at that. Yes. Yeah. So, but all right. Um, is there anything else that either one of you want to go over? Because I'm about to take a week off of this podcast because I'm getting ready to go on vacation. So this, 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 this <laughs> I I am going to be in vacation mode and and nothing against Pokemon, but I am not. Well, actually, I, I lie. I'm, I, I was about to say I'm not going to be thinking of Pokemon, but I'm going to have Pokemon Go going at Disney World with all the <laughs> Pokestops. Oh, that that's what I was supposed to um, go over. OK, I promised everybody an update as to how far I've gotten on my on the map on getting the second master ball in Pokemon go. Mm -hmm. So I'm loading my game up right now and I'm going to tell everybody. So the, on the timed investigation master ball. So, so far I've caught 463 out of the 1000 Pokemon. Um, I'm still at five out of 60 raids for the, um, for the raids but i'm gonna i'm gonna stack those up once i'm at disney world i'm not even worried about that so i'm gonna i'm gonna start stacking those being real time i've i've hatched 19 out of my 30 eggs um i did complete that other task i forgot which one um that was where i only oh um i i i completed the catch 100 um different um types of species of pokemon Um, oh nice I'm at 40 excellent throws out of my 120, so I still have 80 80 to go. Um, I've completed 41 of my 150 um, field research tasks, which I feel like will just stack up at Disney World while I'm out there. And I'm still at, um, because I haven't brought my... uh, my Pokemon Go plus plus out in the past few days. So I'm still at 176 Pokestops spun out of the 300. But again, as soon as I walk into Disney World and I, I, I feel like after like 10 minutes of me being there, I'm already going to be at like 250 because I, yeah, you're not, I'm not, I wouldn't sweat that if I was you at all. No, I'm not worried about that at all. Um, I, I have a real big feeling that as soon as I'm there, I'm just going to be stacking them. And I've, I've cleared out. I actually went through yesterday and I went through my um, my Pokemon storage and I was able to clear out 375 um, Pokemon that I had duplicates of that was either a two star or below. And I kept all my three stars. So I now have an extra 300 Pokemon that I can at least stack in the game without having to buy extra storage as well. So, oh, nice. There you go. So, I'm getting there, people. I will get this next Master Ball. 
It will. Yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't, he owes all the listeners a hundred dollars. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> You Doug, <laughs> no. hundred pokey dollars. <laughs> yeah, for real. There you go. I'll, I'll give a hundred pokey dollars. Excellent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, how much does a raid cost these days? Uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, if, if I'm doing it remotely, a lot. That's why I. One, one, that's why I'm only. I'm stuck at five because I'm refusing to buy any more uh, remote raids when I'm going to be in Florida and. Disney, while I'm standing in line, Disney World's literally going to have a shit ton of of rays that I can do. So, right. So, but, <laughs> all right. Um, outside of that, that is the show this week, everybody. So, thank you, Grant, for coming on for another episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Always so, a good time to have you on. So, um, if you if you wouldn't mind, Greg, go ahead and say goodbye to our audience. Goodbye, audience. <laughs> and Doug, go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you, I am in vacation mode now, everybody. So don't bother me. <laughs> I'm just joking, everyone. You can still leave comments and like and subscribe and all that good jazz. I don't feel like I say that enough. But all right, everybody, I will see you on the other side. Have a good night. Everybody.